Support Narrative's independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative and check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to subscribe and download. You have been hard at work identifying uh, who the rogues in the gallery. It's a segment you originally last, wanted to last call. Last several years, yes. <laughs> you, it's a segment you originally called Today, Today in Trader, Trader Doom. Doom. Today in Trader Doom. Now, where did you get that name from? Well, there's traders. Um, they're on the east. Today, Today in Trader, in Trader Doom. Doom. There's Steve Bannon. We learned about him last week. And we learned about uh, Paul Manafort potentially being an intelligence asset. And then, of course, Eric Trump had issues last week, towards the end of last week, to the tune of $100 million. Anyone, yeah, do either of you know a lot about that, about the Eric Trump situation? Can, we, can you fill us in a little bit more about how serious that is, even though it's still a civil case? Well, I want to take a quote off. I believe it was Eli Honig, uh, who, who is a contributor to MSNBC, who said, well, yes, it's a civil case now, but I can't tell you the great number of cases that I dealt with as criminal that started off as civil matters. Right. Hashtag foreshadowing. Right. Um, I was surprised by that so, number. That's I mean, a large number, $100 million in just ta uh, tax evasion. It seems like an incredible amount of evasion. They're criminals. They're criminals. They're really Serious big, criminals. dumb criminals. Yeah. How do you hide a hundred million dollars, though? I mean, it's a substantial Wonder amount of money. Through LLCs. That's how you do it. It's almost like it's my first day, and I didn't haven't learned anything. Charity, if you're using a charity, if you're using a charity to do that, Eric, what happens to you? You go to jail. You go to jail. Well, you go to jail. Oh, you mean you mean yeah? If you use the tax-free status in order to pay for your your girlfriend's butt lifts and yeah. like you know net jets or whatever, and yeah. that so. Yeah. yeah, then that's so Steve uh, Bannon and him actually have bank. something in common. They were both doing it not for charity, but for nonprofit. So there you go. There, got caught. And I, I got it. You saw how, you know, you had this typical spasm of the U.S. media trying to fit this in the into the buckets they already chose. They're like, oh, this is well, this is weird. This is white nationalism. No, it's not. They're criminals and or traitors. And everyone's Some trying to frame these as political hit jobs. And of course, they're not hit jobs. They're just... Just crimes, years and years of crimes. Crimes, just criming. They 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 got they got Capone on taxes. They <laughs> that got is Capone true. On taxes because the the numbers. Okay, how much is in, is in your bank? How to get there? Okay, did you pay on that? Yes, or is it the wrong amount? That's called an audit. No, that's called uh, you. So you were evading this and evading. living very well. You know, and mail fraud is really bad, and bank fraud is really bad. And um, if you use a USPS to do any of your frauding, <gasps> it's gonna wait. be bad. They're gonna show up. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Is there, I forget, on in, in the federal statutes, none of us are attorneys, but is there an Amazon fraud? An Amazon fraud? No, yeah. not yet. Uh, specifically, does it say 18 U.S. Code? I don't believe there is. I don't believe there is. eBay fraud? Not yet. No. Not yet. They should have one. They should have one. But mail fraud? 
You touch no use it, you, if you use the U.S. Postal Service, which is part of the U.S. Constitution, which is part of our whole thing, you touch that anyway. You you use it for crime. That's its own federal felony. Just, you mess with the mail on purpose. It's a felony. You sabotage it uh, with intent and or in a conspiracy. Felony, 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 felony. But there's no Jeff Bezos felonies right. so far. And we so, can't put Louis know, to join here yet either. So we, we will maybe in the future because we've run out of space here. Oh, oh <laughs> we, yes. We, logistics guy. I, yeah. I can't with it. The logistics guy. I can't guy. with it. You know, look, I've been spending a lot of time trying to get everybody to understand that organized crime is not a Scorsese movie. And then this guy shows up and fucks up my narrative. <laughs> 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 he really is central casting. Oh, he's straight out of some, you know, mobbed up logistics, whatever. It's like, I ha and I haven't even taken the time to look at him. Oh, it doesn't I take very long. Like, it's there. It's just know, there. It comes I, pouring out at you. It comes pouring out at you. And and what I just always want to give a shout out. One, one researcher who has, who's like an extraordinary researcher, um, Dana, and it says Dana on Twitter. Yeah, it says it's terrific. Dana. I mean, she's been pulling Dana. him apart like a freaking surgeon. Uh, Dana was that used to be the uh, a, a very big marketing executive for at a very big global company. So the business mm -hmm. side of things, she understands. This is the thing about all of us is that our other careers, you know, maybe we are or were accomplished, and and those sort of successful accomplishments um, are things to pay attention to because there's expertise that comes with that. Mm -hmm. And um, and just because it looks like we're just Twitter accounts, oh, the Twitter world where nobody knows anything. No, no, no. You've we're, got a market. You have executive. had lives before. You have a senior executive in there who yeah. who, who can rip apart um, Louis DeJoy's logistics company. Yeah, right? I love the uh, money that was bottom. being that uh, the trust fund, uh, the, uh, the the <laughs> Chow fund has has acquired thirty six million dollars or thirty million dollars in XPO uh, shares. But that's a different story. Let's talk about who's coming. Who's coming up next in the kind of different. Because, you know, they're having this convention. It's, it's awful. Have you guys been watching the Republican National Convention? Oh, uh, yeah. That is? We're watching it. We want to talk to everybody, too, wow. about we're trying to help use it to just to redirect people to raise some money for, for Joe and Kamala. Um, oh, yeah. It's know, a good opportunity. And, and I put a little game out uh, yesterday. I think it was too complicated. I was trying to have fun with it. Oh, my God. So tell them how to show up. Seth. So I literally make up this thing. I'm like yeah. uh, thinking that Junior is going to go. And I almost landed it with Junior's name on it of like, he's going to say Beijing Biden as a new nickname. And then you got to explain it because we don't have the visual here. You had a bingo card and you have your $5 oh, list. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like uh, the, the uh, Sleepy spot. Joe was five bucks. Yeah, they're going to launch this nickname. Yeah. And he did it. And then five did, on the $500 yes, column was did. Beijing Biden. Wow. Well done. You have foresight or your sixth sense is working really well. Well, I did, I did troll his, I did look at all of his, I had to go back in and look at that horrible human beings um, activity on, um, uh, on his Twitter account and sort of, okay, I'm like, okay, what semantics are they getting ready for? But I didn't see that in there. So hmm. I don't know. I there you go. Of, maybe what's going to happen tonight? You know what's going to happen tonight? Well, we do not. No, but here's our game tonight. So our game yeah. tonight is, Every, we just got it down to one word. Okay, if you hear this one word, if you hear yeah. them say this one word, however many times they say it, $5. Just start adding up the $5. And you could put your limit on it of like, okay, I can only afford 20 bucks or whatever. Right. But okay. um, 
you know, sky's the limit, right? If, if you can do it. So the one word, if you hear any of these, you know, horrible trolls that are all of a sudden the party, um, say the word Democrats. Every time they say <laughs> Democrats, yeah. I want you to put $5 in the kitty and then and add it up. And then we'll, we have a link on there and you can go to the link. It's directly to Joe and Kamala. It has nothing to do with PACs or anything like that. And you're going to have to write it in because it's like their fundraising thing, you know. With, That's great. It has bigger numbers. So you're getting the you're Republicans to fundraise for Joe and Kamala. That's fantastic. That's, Republicans are going to fundraise for Joe and Kamala tonight. By, by the more they Democrats. mention them, the more they get money. The That's amazing. The more Democrats, the more money for Joe and Kamala. You are one smart person. Thank you very much for doing that. That's going to be a great. So I'm looking forward to tonight because it is going to be full of interesting um, – Interesting is probably the wrong word, but controversial things happening. One of them is is uh, Mike Pompeo live from Jerusalem, on on not State Department money. I mean, it's just going to happen. There's no way to stop it. I was going to wait to talk to him about him a little later on, but why don't we talk a little bit about him? And he's currently now under congressional under investigation. investigation. Welcome to Tur the gang. Welcome to the gang. You're in. You're in it now, Mike. Of course, it's not his first investigation. He's had a few from his IG uh, that he fired those guys. Um, tell us a little, Crimes tell us, are still illegal. Tell us about Mike's, uh, you know, looming um, court crises or court issues. He got rid of the inspector general, which one never does at any agency. It's just the, and then the point of an inspector left. general. But yeah, uh, so they tried to gut that because they know how many bad things they've done. And the one that has come out most, well, I believe they had five investigations going that we know about that were mature enough to to tank just bajillions of careers, no doubt. Um, but one of the issues that we heard about was Mike Pompeo working with Donald Trump to fake a, an emergency about Iran and I believe uh, was in, was an IG report. I forget uh, how we got this information from the federal government. It, yeah. But it's like you know, it's oh no, it was um, Elliot Engel on uh, the uh, House uh, oh. Foreign Relations Committee, I believe, um, said you know it's a fake crisis when you've planned for it twenty days in advance. <laughs> well, it's true. It's true. It's true. If you know it's coming three weeks out, then it's not. That's just part and of it the wasn't calendar, one. I guess it's, it wasn't really a crisis. Yeah. No. no, I mean, look, these these guys are all look. Let's let's just. These are the ministers of they're, propaganda. Right. That's what he they're is. Law, they're Iranian money launderers. Oh, we're so afraid of Iran. We and we don't like the, the Israel, and we're going to get peace in the Middle East. You're all laundering Iran's money and yes. China's oil money and Pakistan's exactly. money. You're all doing it through your central banks, through your biggest banks, through real estate. There's just there's like it's. It's interesting that Joe Joe Biden and his speech has come down to look, this is light and dark. We're getting pretty binary here. Yeah. You're either on the side of law and order or chaos and mafia. You're yes. on team good guy or you're on team bad guy. And normally the world is not that not that simple a place. I mean, I was just uh, thinking about this today, that if you go back, because uh, I was marveling with a friend at how coherent the Democrat messages Ben, right. when it's like, man, you, you barely think it's Democrats behind it because it's so clear and punchy and it works, you know, light versus dark. But, you know, I was thinking back 16 years ago, 2004, we're in the midst of the Iraq war. And if you said the Democrats versus the Republicans in that year is just a question of light versus dark. Well, there were plenty of people 
in the Bush administration who were dedicated government professionals. Not all of them were good, and uh, many of them have shown themselves to be, you know, villainous later on. But as such, because there were plenty of people, even in, I mean, wasn't uh, it wasn't Mike Hayden? Uh, was he at NSA or CIA during that period of time? I think he's NSA, he was, but I don't, I don't know. I think he was sure. NSA, right? Do you know, so um, if you got a guy like I, I don't know, I don't know about the year. I, yeah, I mean, I think it's when, in that. When? I think it's that time period. Okay. Um, but you know, but you just you can't just say, uh, well, we got you know Bob Gates later on in uh, in the Bush administration. You can't just say this is light versus dark because there there were some people who had really terrible policies and and there were some people who were well meaning. Um, so it would it would have been really ugly for the Democrats to say this is light versus dark. That wouldn't have been entirely true, even if you were if you really believed heavily in it. But right now, oh, you no, got a very no, clear no, dark. No. This so is it's really easy to counter. This that. is you want you on a hundred percent Jared in the White House or zero percent Jared. Pick right. right. Your right. lane. I, I think, since we have this dim, fake Dominionist Pompeo up on the screen yeah. here, and we're looking at <laughs> thank there, you, was, not uh, really, there, not yeah. real, no. Uh, yeah. And at some point. Um, you know, my whole background will become very clear and, uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting. <laughs> uh, I'll just leave it at that. But, um, there's, <laughs> you know, there is a line in scripture, uh, and I, I, I don't have it memorized, I, I, but, uh, where it's coming from, I apologize for that, but it was talking about the word and, um, and it, so the word is of the light is what uh, the, the intention of the scripture is, and the line is, and the darkness has never mastered it. Mm. Right? The dark has never mm. mastered the light. Can't, mm. can't do it, can't get in there, can't, can't mess with the word, right? And that's talking about truth, that's talking about really, and we had that incredible thing. I gotta tell you guys, uh, General Hayden spoke at the end of a, a sort mm. of a counter-programming to the RNC conference. And he spoke at the end of it, and he was speaking about truth. And I, I retreated the YouTube link to that. I know, Eric, you did as well. Everyone should see it. I mean, I just, mm, yeah. I, I don't get super emotional uh, lately. I'm trying to, you know, just keep plugging ahead. How do you and do I, that? That's, that's impressive. I, it's really hard. Yeah. But I, it just, I just burst into tears when mm. I was listening to him because um, it was so vulnerable. Nice. And then he shared sort of like where the truth was in his heart. I'm tearing up thinking, talking about it right now. Um, because it was just such a, it was just such a moment of vulnerability, to it to just talk to us. Um, we're, we're hearing so many great words from so many incredible orators, and and, and uh, John Meacham the other day I think was phenomenal in the Democratic uh, National Convention, and it keeps finding the ways of putting uh, all American history into context, and everything seems to be pointing us to this moment. And even yeah. Biden in his speech was so was so yes. precise about this is the moment, this is this our is mission, it. it's up to now. Everything has led up to now, uh, and it. it really is. It really feels like this and is the moment, and there's do. no no excuses for not. Racers, everybody like we're mm. I, I never go on hey give money you know one thing a couple years ago I was like uh, it was a wildlife project that I believed in but it's not you know and it was fun to raise money for Tedra Cobb is like something movement that was ha happening because Elise Stefanik was so horrible <laughs> in that house uh intelligence briefing but or, or hearings but I really really I really think whatever anybody can give to Biden Harris I just I think it's now time you know, that helps get the votes. It does. It helps. And we need every single vote. We need every one 
voting that can vote. It's so important. This is it. In every, you're hearing every leader from Obama, right, to everybody saying, this is it. This is the election. This is, this is when you have to show up. This is it. It's, this is all, this is for all the marbles, everybody. And so, you know, truly giving money to that campaign helps the vote. And it's also going to help. I think there's going to be massive, a massive legal fight on the other side oh, of yeah. this. It's, it's, yes, on the other, agreed. Even every state goes blue, I think it's going to be a really intense, massive legal fight until, you know, he just sort of crawls away and runs away, which he'll do. Um, but they're going to need money for that too. Mm. <laughs> they're just you know, going uh, to need money until, until Inauguration Day, truly. I've never donated a single politician in my life because I just think it's, it's a Right. Anyhow, we digress. Let's go back to Mike. No, no, no. That was no, that was, no, man. That was profound. That that you know that you know. I don't know how many uh, people in the audience know that you're from South Africa and and understand what it would have been like to live through that moment that you mm-hmm. did, and and that was you know, a, a profound turning, like nations almost you get maybe once every few hundred years, then you get to live through that. And for you to say that this moment is like that one. It's oh, it's deal, very similar. Know. It's very similar. And because of the implications of what it feels like to live in a police state, I don't think people realize how pernicious and awful and uh, claustrophobic it is living under a police state. And we are, you know, that is what we're facing. I mean, we, we can call it many other things, but that's what happens when you get dictatorships. And that's what happens when you have authoritarian governments. They take away your rights and slowly but surely they'll stop you from saying things that you believe, uh, from doing things that you believe, and from exercising those rights. And you might not even notice that you're not doing them anymore. But just there's a system that gets put in place that clamps down on you. And that becomes very, very restrictive and very in a very fear-filled environment. Because in order to maintain those dictatorships, they need machines to maintain it. They need these you know, security services that spy on people. They need to be able to control what people say and think. And that's not something America's ever had to deal with and should never have to deal with. So the stakes are not, you know, I don't think everyone really understands how complicated it will become. Uh, if we if we get into a second term of Trump and beyond that, and then how comp- impossible almost it is to reverse that in a in a in a, in a quick amount of time, you know, it, it takes a long time once those uh, those institutions come into play. With, you know, the, whether they're like the Stasi or the KGB or those kind of super security services that start monitoring Americans. I don't get all you know depressing here and and dystopic, but that it's is really depressing. I mean, that, that is, is really what we're facing. No, I mean it's it, you know again you grew up living. Mm-hmm. under um those governments and we're getting a taste of this now we're getting a taste of we know what the law says we don't care and mm-hmm. it's on some people are getting it yes. on the federal level Thank you. and some of us are Thank getting it on that. the local mm-hmm. level and mm-hmm. we're getting a taste man i know what this oh, yeah th- that's what the law says that's what the rule book look says at this guy. look at this pompous mm-hmm. piece of shit right here on mm-hmm. this screen mm-hmm. you know he's not supposed to mm-hmm. be 
as a, as a, an appointed member of the cabinet, our secretary of state is going to speak at the Republican National Convention and spew mm-hmm. freaking from a foreign country, from a foreign country, from Israel. And- After participating in a pact with them to do this crazy uh, shifting in Middle East policy that's just illegal and uh, wrong. This yeah. is some real horse shit right here. Right. This is really, really, it's really, we, these rules do not apply to us. In fact, not only do they not apply to us, they're ours and we're mm. going to wield them however we want. Yeah. Your, that is, that's the other side of it. Mm. Yep. They're not going to get rid of it's the, the rules when we use say- them against us. Right. Yeah. It's horrible. It, it, when it's when it's the rules for you, we'll decide you're going to lose your job. We'll send the police into your home. We will mm. we will have our guys, uh, you know, we'll take your money. We'll fine you, whatever. And our guys can can skate. So you're either on our team or not. But that is the most base. There's not a civilization in history that has ever lived like that. Mm. It's yeah. pre Magna Carta. I mean, you're talking about sliding these these idiots. These mouth-breathing chuckleheads mm. have they they've they've been talking they've been hypnotized by this propaganda, and they think oh we're the masters of the universe. They have no idea that they're they're these tiny owned little puppets. They use these big words about civilization. They never took a history class they ever understood because if they did, they go wait a minute. The year twelve hundred something in England, the the nobles and the people of England are like whoa whoa whoa. We can't just have a king go around and do whatever he wants. Right. We got to have some rules around here. As that's they that we were three hundred years off of not burning witches, mm. and we got to that. These guys are not. They're not throwbacks to the nineteen fifties. They're not throwbacks to even monarchies. These guys are pre Magna Carta thugs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there is no complicated. There's no complex society in history that has ever lasted so and, and let me add something to that too. The, for all the money the, the these are basically russian assets as far as i can tell like, i mean you can't look at the russian the, the american president right now and not say he's a russian chinese asset well maybe he's yeah, chinese yeah. and russia or saudi but oh you know they're foreign they're foreign assets and so why they're not our, american why are network television stations allowing a foreign agents to control two-hour blocks of network programming five days in a row uh, on our television across all the channels, every single channel. It's unheard of. Good question. Do you think any other country would let any other country program five nights of of primetime programming to say whatever they want without any restriction? Would never happen. Would never happen. But it's such a dysfunctional relationship now. They're locked into one another. Um, yes, the, but still, and we're talking about you know cable cable yeah, news and yeah. even broadcast, and, uh, and the whole stations. It doesn't matter whether it's Fox or NSNBC or CNN. They're they're locked in with this guy, right, and right. it's it's so dysfunctional. I've never seen anything like it, and they know it. They know yeah. it. It's like it's like you're in a family, and there's a drug addict, a, mm-hmm. a member of the family, and the parent just keeps writing checks and mm-hmm. supporting. I know, I know, and I know that they're going to use this check to, to fuel the addiction. And I know it's just, it's just the death of democracy. I get it. I get it. We're all going to go downhill. But, you know, and they talk about it. They talk about having awareness of, yeah. of what they're in the, involved with. 
and but they can't stop doing things the way they've always done them. They can't get out of the pattern of behavior. I'm I, honest to God, like they need a program. We need a 12 step program. I think so. That's specifically tailored for this because these folks, they're not, it's not like they're in, I, I'm not going to say, I, I hate that whole thing. I hate always taking hits at them, but they're really, really, really stuck in a sick relationship. And even like I was watching, I did watch the RNC. I watched it on MSNBC. Um, so, and, and it was Maddow and, and Nicole and Joy and Reed, and they were wonderful. And they cut away with, like, okay, now it's actually dangerous. Now people are going to die if they listen to what these folks are saying about COVID. So we're going to go to this doctor, right? We're going to go to an expert and clear all that up because they realized, oh, this is just so irresponsible. We're yeah, doing they, this. they did a good job, actually. That was really they tough. Went back. They, yeah. And they went back in. I know. It's right? so weird to do. You would never do that in the middle of a convention. You'd never interrupt. And they they did a great job of doing that. They did. They're, they're trying, but they and they know what they're doing. And it can't, for some reason, it can't stop. People right. can't stop. They're stuck in some kind of mentality. There's some kind of story they got going on in their culture. They already both sided this. They both. They already yeah. said, "Well, you know, pox on both their houses." You know, this is similar. There are there. You know, there's there's corruption on the Dem side, and they're they're not they're right. not perfect. And and the the other people are selling our country for parts. That's really the same thing. And they're making money. And it, they're getting good ratings. I mean, that's the other part that's hard hard for everyone to really think about is that, you know, for C CNN is doing great. It's doing better than it's ever done, uh, because they get to have this fight. They get to have a nightly fight between both parties. They're programming uh, it. Yeah, yeah. So they're programming for it. They're encouraging it. So that's another factor. It. It's another factor. Anyhow, we, 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 we let's go back to what we okay, were talking. Okay, 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 uh, okay. So <laughs> let's talk about uh, his Saudi connections. Let's talk a little bit about his, oh. uh, you know, who's, whose pocket is he in? Hamburger. Uh, because he must be in quite a few people's pockets. Um, Mr. Pompeo has got very close to uh, the Saudis, especially around MBS. He was the guy who ended and covered it up, isn't, isn't he? Well, well this is an up. oil guy from Kansas. Okay, everybody. This right. is an oil guy. I think he was born out here in California or something. You know, Pompeo, the Italian oil guy. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't realize he was an oil guy. That's interesting. Yeah, he's an oil guy. So he oh. had, um, and that's how he got in. He's, a, he's an invention of the Koch brothers. Ah. Yeah, he's an invention of the Koch brothers, but he had, he had like an equipment company uh, that uh, uh, was doing, would do big deals with, with oil. And um, there was a Chinese component to it and a Saudi component to it, um, whether clients or, 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 or business partners, but he has been in bed with the Saudis uh, before he was a house a member of the house. Before he became Mr. Politician, he's he's been he's an oil guy. He's an oil a guy, guy. And, a, and a good Christian. We're told. And he came um, out of West Point. He's not a good Christian. He's a wretched. Pretends to be a good Christian, but he so pretends. Eric, what what exactly happened there with with well. MBS and uh, and the Saudis? I mean, he seems to he was the guy sent over. To sort of smooth things over, and he did. Somehow he was able to do it. What's the what's the whole? Somehow he's able to. Is they 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 don't care. They don't care if these guys cut people people's bodies apart. They don't care. So I mean, it's really very simple. He didn't give a shit. Mm -hmm. But uh, but you know where I Trump and Jared and Pompeo are all in with the Saudis. There's right. nothing that the Saudis can do, the Roy family, MBS can do that they're not going to create a cover story for. Go in and keep smiling. Keep trying to wash them up, put them, get, so we can all go to Davos together. Let's all go, right? There, there's nothing they won't do for that Saudi uh, oil and the money. Oh, I don't even yeah, want to say it. I can't say it. I'm about to swear in ways that would make even my Jersey mother blush. Now, soon, um, 
what is the word you want to say? I'm dying to know what it is, but don't, okay, don't say just, it. Just text it to me. I'll, I'll, well, okay. let's just say this is devil's urine, the devil's urine. Okay. Here's Mark, Mark Pompeo, you know, doing anything for the devil's urine, for, for oil. They anything. are uh, about to sign on to the UAE agreement. I mean, that's sort of the next stage of this thing. Jared's supercharged, you know, so-called peace deal between Israel and the UAE, which is not a peace deal. Saudis are next on that, on that boat ride. Um, and that's going to be there, you know, run, they'll, they'll circle the, the wagons and say that's a huge um, achievement for the Trump administration, that they've somehow progressed peace, which of course they haven't done anything of the sort. What they have done is created a new alliance in the Middle East that is actually kind of terrifying, because they'll have nuclear weapons, yeah. they'll um, have the Russians on one side, they'll have the Saudis on the other side, and and China's and mixing it up in there. Yes, exactly. And, uh, and, and Jared, China. so Pom Pompeo's illegally giving our, our, our sophisticated weapons. Jared just wants to give them our F-35Bs, just straight out, just have, yeah, there you go, you can have it. Yeah. There you go. Why the Saudis? Why are the Saudis I mean, getting all this stuff? Because they pay for Why it. Why are they? Or yeah, yeah, like, I mean, well, so they, much, so much. They're weaponry. paying these men for it. Yeah, I mean, I know that, but yeah, but, <laughs> but why? It. It's it. sort of obvious to me that these guys are being pretty much paid for. This, you know, they they were bought and paid for. They these guys are in power yeah. because yeah. there's a lot of Saudi money floating around, and the Saudis want all these things. Yeah, yeah, right. good. Okay. And that's why it's treason. And you know, for the people that have wanted to argue over the uh, the legal definition, well, you have to have a declaration of war. That, but, but, nah, 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 nah. Were they selling us out? Were they going to give away our weapons, our nuclear technology for power? Were we going to be our were we going to be someone product. else's slaves at the end? Our intelligence product? Were they selling everything out because they are owned? And are these not the most pathetic? human beings these are not even yeah. super villains they're not they're not they don't have the the rhetorical flourish of goebbels they don't have the organizational style of him going they none of them can give a speech like hitler they're they they're not nazis they're not even they they dream of night of being half of what the nazis were and those yeah. guys lasted four years today, today in trader doom support narratives independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative and check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe and download.